A Hero's Journey is, by its nature, a podcast filled with spoilers. We recommend reading the book beforehand and then diving into the episode, but proceed at your own risk. here. Due to a variety of reasons, such as Jack and I moving back to back and um, me getting engaged, we weren't able to record our regular episodes for this week. We're a little bit behind. So we have some of our discussion with Rob from Inking Out Loud that we recorded back in December for our discussion on Sazed in the Mistborn trilogy. Uh, that was cut because it had heavy Cosmere spoilers, and we wanted to share that with all of you now. It might be a little disjointed, but I think within this, there are large chunks of conversation that will be fun, especially if you are interested in Cosmere and have read all of the published works so far. Uh, we will be back with our regularly scheduled episodes next week. Uh, we'll be going to Eldest by Christopher Paolini. We hope you enjoy this episode. a greater cosmic question that I probably have had in the past, but don't really remember the answer is the purity of a metal and, or the size of the band proportional to the amount of things it can store or purity. Is it just yes. Purity. It has, to, well, it, it has to be pure. Otherwise it doesn't work. Right. Yeah. There are very specific ratios that they need or else they will not work and, or even make you sick. Yeah. And okay. I think it's the same. It's the same for uh fair Kimmy. Says I talks about that when he's in the um, Conjure prison, like the the steel bars are pure enough to store stuff. And I yeah. think he, uh, he does talk about filling up uh, metal mines. So there's probably something to do with size, but I, I'm not as sure of that. Yeah, but then when we later see the Lord Ruler stuff in Era Two, they're so overly filled that I was. Uh, just surprised, I guess, um, that of how much power they could hold as opposed to maybe Sazed, who's lived so long, has been dumping stuff into it. But I guess if you have lifetime after lifetime. Well, it's also the twin-born thing, right? By, by being a misborn as well, he has he generates infinitely more of any given substance yeah, by burning than using. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I could have sworn at one point Sazed actually thinks to himself <clears throat> that one of his rings or one of his metal mines was just large enough to store enough uh, ferrochemical charge for x or for y but don't quote me oh, on that. Is, is that book three when he's thinking about like this site that he's stored in one of his rings or something i'm thinking it's when he's yeah when he's in the conjure caverns and he's trying to escape perhaps but again don't yeah. quote me on that. I, I think he, he thought something along those lines i think size does matter what do we think harmony thinks about Kel what kelsier's gotten up to he uh, has letters. we even think harmony knows Oh, he's okay. got to know that Kelsier's well, oh, you know up and doing something. Yeah, I think he's got to know. He's got to know he's ghost blood, because he's probably spiked too. Yeah, I would. I would think that that Harmony views Kelsier as a wild card. Something that, like, because hey, Harmony himself is 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 bound. He really can't take a direct hand in very many things at all. And Kelsier is quite literally the opposite of that. So I would see Harmony um, being very trepidatious about trying to influence Thydekar in any way. It would be like, but that might be the only way he can accomplish anything meaningful. So it would be very risky. 
I don't know. Because no, we, in that, in that letter, he talks, about, he talks about getting a, a sword, right? But I don't which know one? if Kelsier... Um, there's a letter in Rhythm in which Harmony is writing, I think, to Hoyd, and he says, if only I could find a blade that could protect as well as, you know, so... As well, protect and hurt. And he says, a blade of sorts. Oh. Um... I found that I was I interpreted that as symbolic mostly. Right. Yeah, is that the thing? What if the blade is is Patakar? What if the ghost bloods are harmony? There you go. Attempted reach. Uh, yeah, I well, like. I'm just more curious because we got into a debate with uh, Drew over whether or not, and this was before Zach read Rhythm, so it was really awkward to have the discussion. <laughs> but uh, whether Kelsier now is a cognitive shadow. Yeah, right? we talked about I him being bound, if he's bound uh, by the will of right by the memory of the survivor and the church's survivor and we debated whether or not a living kelsier would have hated the idea that he's actually being shaped by the thoughts of people around him and yes zach you is did then what, come back and have that conversation with us after we'd had it with drew because you hadn't read the yeah. damn book so so that was the one where i walked away and then later when yes. i read the book and i messaged you guys it was pretty much the same conversation that's funny um, because Kelsier is my favorite character in the Cosmere, and wow. I don't, I don't really know how I like uh, the revelations that he is uh, the leader. Which is funny because, and I wonder if Sanderson had this plan. There was a uh, when he was at a con of some sort, somebody asked him which of the Roshar uh, secret societies Kelsier would join, and he <laughs> said, and he said he would join the Ghost Bloods, and he would probably be leading it within a year. Was what he said at the con. <laughs> wow, yeah, that must have been fun for him to say to tweak people's noses. Yeah. Um, so I was just curious what we thought about Harmony because uh, how much of Harmony's opinions are influenced directly by the life he held as, uh, say, Sazed is um, is is an interesting thought to me. And how much does he lose his humanity by the acquisition of a shard and therefore his interpersonal um, interactions with people who knew him when he was alive. Rob, let me What's ask up? you this because um, I don't think Drew had a good answer for me. Maybe you do. Um, oh man, if you didn't, I probably won't, but hit me anyway, dude. <laughs> do you, what do you, so uh, there obviously are world hoppers pre uh, the Lord Ruler becoming the vessel of the shard. This one. <laughs> and uh, so the Lord Ruler changes the humans on Scadrial to deal with the volcanic ash uh, right. and the lack of sunlight. He physically changes who they are, you know, <laughs> as, a, as a race. So what happened to the people from Scadrial who were world hopping to other places during the events of the Lord Ruler's ascension. I don't even think the shard itself would have had uh, the ability to rewrite spirit webs. It would have had to be strictly physiological. And so mm -hmm. I think it would have had to be in the realm of Scadrial or on Scadrial itself. I would think that if anybody who was Scadrian born happened to be off world during Rashik's changing of mankind, I don't think they would feel the effects of Rashik's meddling but yeah well, I, we, we we do know that we, he could affect the spirit webs of people could he? Uh, at the time yeah it's right how he may well oh, like, he, he, made generate the Lacer he can make the chondra and he right uh made lacerium beads which right work by overriding spirit webs 
Good call. Good call. Uh, I I always assumed that it had to do with capital C connection. And so anyone that would have been connected to Scadrial would have been altered. Yeah. Uh, Like, are they werewolfing transforming sitting in, uh, you know, uh, Zach, it's not relevant. By the time we get get to the age of the final empire, they've all interbred enough that everyone's back to functionally normal. I'm still suspicious as to how these world hoppers could have left Scadrill in the first place, because even someone like, well, even others who are very, very notably Scadrian and who are very, very much influencing the Cosmere at large currently, they're still having trouble leaving the planet. Yeah, right. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just, I was blanking on the name for Addy's perpendicular, uh, Ruin's perpendicularity, right, above... The Pits of Hathson, yeah. Yeah, that's the only... But that was, there. no, that one was destroyed by Kelsier when he... Yeah, when he no, no, they didn't destroy the perpendicularity, just the Adium that was forming. Yeah, the Adium, the Adium was forming uh, of the shard pool that was there, and Kelsier destroyed the Adium being produced, but the shard pool was still there. Uh, that's not what I thought I saw on the copper mine. Well, the shard pool no longer there now because Harmony is the new shard pool. So wherever Harmony's shard pool is, which I we haven't seen, correct? Like we don't know where Harmony's perpendicularity is. Oh, no, we have no idea. Yeah. yeah. Maybe other people are leaving, coming and going from Scadrial with great frequency now. Yeah. Although, wasn't there? In era two, in the uh, in the uh, oh god, what were they called? The pages by Alamancer Jack. There, he spotted a figure that sounded like a Parshen, yeah. one of the uh, Southern Scadrians emerging from a blue pool. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so that's yeah. Be that's the only is. reference we have to Harmony's perpendicularity is uh, <laughs> is on Alamancer Jack, which is hysterical. Um, there's also a. Um, the part that's difficult to me is in Rhythm of War when they're dealing with the investiture parrots from... Ah, uh, the ABR, yes. So, the problem with that is that implies that there has to be a perpendicularity on those islands because... Well, they just have to get it away from the island. Well, they haven't gotten to... How else are they... We haven't gotten to the the Mistborn era where they have spaceships yet. By the time Rhythm of War is happening, so how were they getting to those uh, well, the, think, the planet with the islands? I think Six of the Dusk has a perpendicularity. It doesn't require a full shard's presence. I don't think as long as there is a significant chunk of investiture compressed into a small enough area, it will create a perpendicularity. That's how uh, I understand it, at least. Okay. Because I think one of the avatars of one of them is on on that uh, on that area. One of um, autonomy's avatars. Yeah. yeah. And Drew is a huge fan of following autonomy, so he'd be a much better question to ask. Yeah, <laughs> person I should say to ask this question, but yeah. I'm not really excited to meet the shard of valor whenever we get around to it. Guy <laughs> seems like he'll be fucking wild. The problem is Me, valor Wim- as a concept. Lindsay? Lindsay valor is as a concept sounds so close to honor. honor. That- yeah, I know. Uh, that's why I'm imagining he'll do something very different with it. But Could it be Sazed's interpretation of honor? Could it be the fact that he is referring to honor, perhaps? No, maybe. I don't know. Maybe, but no, I, I think Brandon's confirmed that it's a separate shard. It, I think, okay. It got think, its own compromise page. Do you think... Uh, I really hope Winsy was cohabitating with somebody else, because that'd be a fantastic word. We'd have... I want Whimsy with, like... Invention. So essentially, uh, the uh, Looking Glass Wars. 
Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. Um, Some Wonderland, the shard world. Uh, I wonder if the if the shards who are OG vessels uh, look down upon the shards who are uh, New Age vessels. If like we we get to whimsy or valor or whatever, and valor looks at Harmony and goes, "Well, you're not one of the ones who helped us defeat God, so you're not cool." Well, uh, Ruin hated Void, so clearly that doesn't mean anything. Ruin was pretty dismissive of Vin's ability once she took up preservation. He was like, "Look, mm-hmm. youngin, step back. This is something that takes a lot of practice and time to learn." But at know? the same time, cultivate immediately went to New Odium. Yeah, but, yep. But she made new odium. Yeah, which makes me think that she's just continuing with her plans. Well, except that she's clearly an idiot dragon because she made she made Theravindian way too. Wait, you say she's a dragon? Yeah, she's a dragon. Wait, hold on. Cultivation's a dragon. Oh, okay. She's the the dragon on Roshar. We have that confirmed. Yeah, on one of its live streams. Oh, okay. that's that that to us. Refers to a one other dragon on this planet, and she likes to keep to herself or whatnot. She does. She hides her true form. I think is what he says. So I was on the cultivation train. I just didn't think that I had been confirmed yet. See, so yeah, cool. I, confirmed. I don't necessarily like a dragon being one of the people who could take. I kind of wanted the fact that you could take up uh, a shard to be a something human specific but no uh, there's a weird bug person as well that was that dominion or something one of them was confirmed to be the other sentient race on yolan oh yeah uh no no no, not yeah not the sleepless not Not the sleepless okay yeah it would be a difficult thing for them to yolan yeah well i could see i could see um what's the one we just said who has all the avatars autonomy i could see autonomy being a sleepless Putting him, and that's why he tends to put himself in. Uh, oh boy! In the miniature shard Kremlin on on separate planets. Yep. I love how, despite the changes in the prophecy of the hero of ages, Tazet still fits it. Um, it's really interesting to see how Vin fits it for some parts, and Rashek um, fit it for others, and then Tazet fits it very well. Do we ever get told how the prophecy comes to be? Like, what manner of foresight is given to generate the prophecy? As far as I know, that is still way up in the air. Nobody has any idea. But I'm a few years behind on my words of Brandon at this point. So if you guys have any ideas, I'd nope. love to hear them. I got nothing. I got nothing either. <laughs> because I don't think any of the metal mind or any of the, the alamancy that we've seen, it gives you that far of a so you can ferrochemically tap and store fortune, mm-hmm. and we know that with enough access to fortune, you can see the future. It's what it's what what the shards use to right make their best guesses. I'm pretty sure that's how Hoyt does it too, right? To to yeah. where he that's where he, but he only his is really weirdly limited so, for story purposes, where he gets so, to know the vague area where he should be, but not why he should be there. Right. So is that what Odium is doing when we see him with all the different like TV screens on the what could be Odium, happening? Odium as a chart has a greater connection to the concept of fortune than most of the others. He and Cultivation really? are very good at seeing the future if memory serves. Oh, from yeah, yeah. Cultivation's good at it. Preservation was very good at it. But I, think, yeah. I don't think anybody trumps Cultivation in terms of future look. So is that why she's able to give Taravangian is is he is he in unknowingly 
using fortune when he's in super intelligent or is he just using the intelligence? Uh, there's something stated particularly in rhythm and I no longer remember uh, what uh, what the lines were, but there was some indication, right? Odium says something, maybe it was in... Uh, oh, no, because uh, it wasn't in, in Oathbringer when Odium was looking at Teravangian's diagram and he goes, remarkable, yeah. you did all this without any access to fortune? That's incredible. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I remember that. So you, you, just, um, you guys need to shake that loose, and then I remembered. Thank you. Um, also, uh, Alex, from our last conversation, I'm here on Coppermine, and it says that Taravangian's old magic afflictions vanish as he ascended. Oh, yes. Cool. So he's got some, but he still has both the... So, again, I, we don't know what manner of intellect, but specifically, right, Cultivation says that he had to have both to pick up the shard. Mm-hmm. He needed the intellect to control it and the emotion to form a connection to it in the first place. Yeah, it was a combination that he needed, I think it was. Um, my other two questions. Do, does the name of Rizdium change to Teravangium? No. <laughs> yeah, or Teravangium, I think it will be. Yeah, no, one's, no one has given me a solid answer for why the name, middle name. Definitely Listeria, Listeria, right, we've got word of Brandon that Harmony could still generate more Lissarium if he wanted to, but why would it be called Lissarium then? Um, and then more importantly, uh, my, my other favorite question for Cosmic people, and I'm sure I've bored Alex to death with it, what, uh, since Brennan always says that the shards at the Shattering could have splintered incredibly differently, now that we've got a more full list, is there anything, any shard you wish had existed? I was really hoping that we would have um, something along the lines of inspiration or intuition. Mm. But then we got invention? And yeah. I thought, okay, that works. That's what I was hoping for. Where can I find a the just go to the shard section. Ambition, autonomy, cultivation, devotion, dominion, endowment, oh, yeah, I got it. honor, invention, mercy, who is clearly an asshole. Um, <laughs> yeah, you have to be to work with Odium. Yeah. Preservation, rune, valor, whimsy, and the survival shard, who we'll probably never see because it's busy hiding itself in a far corner of the universe. Drew has postulated to me, we've had this discussion before, Drew seems to think, and I, I, I'm kind of on board with him, that the shard that just wants to survive is invention, and Drew thinks invention is at Silverlight. And that's uh, we, we know that there's a shard at Silverlight. I know that Brandon wants to write a book set there. Yeah. Drew, uh, for some reason, like Drew, seems to think that invention will be at Silverlight, and invention is that shard that just wants to survive. That's why it's not on a planet. Is uh, one of the ghost bloods was native Silverlight, right? The chick. Oh yeah, uh, Ayatil. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, she's like of Southern Skadrian ancestry, but she was born. I'm pretty sure she hails from Silverlight. Silverlight. Yeah. Really. Does it mean we're yeah. finding a book written from Chris's perspective? Because she is. She's the person I'd most like to be in the cosmos. Who is in love with Chrysala, the Duchess? He will wax rhapsodic about Chrysala. Nobody <laughs> would love a book about Chrysala more than Drew McCaffrey. That's interesting. Uh, the only thing I've got for word of Brandon uh, that would imply that it might be different from invention is that its intent may be similar to wisdom or prudence versus, I guess, the line on invention we have is... Wisdom, invention, those are kind of synonymous, aren't they? Well, yeah. maybe could be the same. That's nebulous, though. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that back, actually. No, don't take it back. It's a theory. It's <laughs> the fun part. Looking yeah. at this, Jack, looking at this list of shards, 
I am surprised there's not something along the lines of, um, and preservation might be close, um, like not the idea of history, of lineage. Preservation is probably fairly close. Um, But like tradition or something. I can't Mm -hmm. think of it. Something that that is about... um, only caring about the past and not caring, looking into like the future at all. I was mad that Mercy occupied the slot for, I was hoping there was going to be, not that I'd want to see a book set for it, but like a shard of love because they're meant to be aspects of a God. So right. Like the, the actual caring part, but I guess we got preservation and mercy rather than somebody that just wants to be our best bud. <laughs> Do you think if you had concrete proof of the shards on uh, that ruled your world that you'd worship them? Or do you think yep. you'd just kind of fucking think, stay away from them? I think you would be a fool not to unless you were aligned with like so a the, large amount of power. The only thing that I would say is do the shards want to be worshipped? Do they care if you... Several of them do. Odium seems to like it. Just just Odium. <laughs> hmm. I bet Honor would have been pissed off if you didn't like bow any gold you do. But then if you're like Cosmere aware, do you have an interest in worshiping a shard or do you like want to track down the shard that you, do you, do you pick and choose for a pantheon right. of, uh, of the shard to worship? It's all, and you it's all subjective on how wide your, your, your Cosmere knowledge really is. I suppose if I, if we had a shard here on earth and we had no idea what there were any more anywhere else, I'd probably worship it. Yeah. Also, is the most of a shard, I would know and imply that there had to be a shard of something. <laughs> uh, besides Hoyd, discounting Hoyd is the most Cosmere aware individual who's not a shard. Is that um, the chick from White Sands? Chris, Chris Crystal, yeah. yes. Although I'd argue that Frost is also not a shard. Oh, Frost well, is a dragon. Yeah, he's not a shard though. I'm just being pedantic. Yeah. Well, he shouldn't even. I I guess you could disqualify all the original cast of Dragonsteel too. Um, No one has shown me proof that Frost exists outside of letters Hoyd receives. Frost can be dead for all we know. No, it's it's Hoyd's alternate ego just writing letters to himself the whole time. Right. Like Frost, why he's giving Shalon so much helpful advice? Yeah, Frost has been dead for thousands of years, and Hoyt is just like taking a taking an alternate ego. Uh, to haunt himself. Yeah. So after Vin took up the shard, she had to die to give it to Sazed, right? From everything we've seen, the only way to give up the shard is to die. Correct. Mm, we there is some other stated way of. Yeah, I thought there was a whole name for the people who had held a shard will, for a little bit. Will, holding slivers, slivers yeah. is the name for people that have held large amounts of the shard's power, and having held the shard yourself for any length of time would make you a sliver. I mean, didn't Kelsier do exactly that in Secret History? He gave yeah. it to Vin. He wasn't, but Kelsier wasn't actually a match Kelsier for the at that point too. So he's not alive in a, in a physical body, right? All sh- but all vessels are no vessels have physical bodies. All vessels are cognitive shadows. But they have physical bodies when they take it up. When they initially, oh, they have a physical body returned when they die. But I don't think they have one. They they physically have one. Their their body like sublimates into either the 
into the spiritual realm where the power exists. But so far, uh, the only slivers we've had back to the initial part of Rayshik, Finn, and the Stormfather, and uh, maybe Dalinar. No, every part of um, aren't all are all of the returns considered slivers? Not according to Coppermine. Okay, then we're good. What would have happened to Ruin and Preservation since I hadn't been there to pick up the shards? Uh, like if he had died or just, you know, had it made it to that point? <laughs> yeah. Does Marsh become Ruin? Uh, Marsh becomes Ruin and uh, and Spook becomes Preservation. Actually, and... I can kind of postulate what might happen. I mean, the powers need minds to direct them. Look at what's happening yeah. on Cell. Without a mind to direct it, she goes haywire. Yeah. Well, we've been explicitly told that an a non-splintered shard, if left alone for long enough, would develop a consciousness of its own. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, because of sufficient investiture. Good call. Yeah. So who knows what an un an unvesseled shard would I, look like. I think there are people around that the shards would have been taken by someone else. I think Marsh definitely would have become ruined at that point. So yeah, it seems like he's connected. So yeah, very much. On cell that had devotion and dominion, mm -hmm. but they're both, well, both the vessels are dead. So right. the shard powers are just floating around and that's how they got invested mm, into no, the shard. The, the shards are splintered. What's the delineation? Shattering is what happened to Adonalsium. Splintering is what happens to the shards, the pieces of the shards, individual power. That's just, as I understand it. Okay. Yeah. Is that why it's invested into the geography? Yeah, it's it, the power is mostly in the spiritual and the cognitive, I believe, and it's like very uh, well. Cell's super weird because its power is the power is in the cognitive rather than the spiritual, right? Which is why it's very hard to travel there through Shadesmar, borderline suicidal. Which is why you have to go through the perpendicularity in the pool above Elantris. But so a shard can carefully splinter itself, right? That's how you get. Things like most of the sprint on Roshar and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but outside of autonomy, right, if you if you cut the shard if you cut the shard I guess savagely enough or right into enough pieces, you remove its ability to be picked up by one vessel. And currently the only thing that we've seen uh, appears to be Dalinar and the Stormfather for potentially knitting one back together. Something back, yeah, knitting one back together because there seems to be some implication that might be where they're going there. But well, we have no confirmation. And it was Odium who did that to Devotion and Dominion? Uh, yes. With Mercy's help, apparently. Okay. Um, interesting. And the reason we see in Rhythm that he's doing that is because if he were to take the powers into himself, he would change. But if he just destroys everybody else, then he's the only one on his power level. But his, his yeah. intent won't be altered. Yeah. A shard comes with, from what we can tell, functionally infinite power enough anyway, so you don't need more of them to become more powerful. But if Odium were to take up the other shard's powers rather than splintering, he might no longer want to do it. Yeah, it would change him. It would change him fundamentally. Yeah. I have a question about the Odium and Mercy working together. The reason that Odium is able to shatter Honor is because Honor and um, Cultivation mm -hmm. are working together. Uh, like that's the stipulate. That's but then, but then he would have should have been able to shatter cultivation. Yeah. I'm not sure what the yeah. what rule it was. Okay, that honor and, and working with mercy doesn't that break the rule of? No, no, it was not on the same plan. 
It's not on the same planet? No, Mercy's not on Brace, as far as I know. No, 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 no but he was talking about when they went to sell and kill oh, Dominion. Oh, yeah, well, they Dominion. take up residence, it, I think, is... is the, the we don't know what the words of the pact between the shards was, right? Because Honor was able to live with cultivation and it didn't violate his yeah. intent to do so. So I don't, we don't think that that, right. That was clearly what opened up dominion and devotion to being destroyed or it appears to be, but we don't know what it was that allowed okay. Odium to destroy. Honor. I would think because he also didn't do it immediately, right? Something had to happen post the beginning of the desolations as a concept through to, uh, and, the recreate right he dies right before the recreants Recreants. yeah Um, yeah but he's been killed before that he's been the mortal wound happened before that but right something something happened because right as we saw with preservation and ruin if they just launch their powers at each other in a classical fight that just kills the vessels and doesn't splinter the shard the the way that i interpret it would be that devotion and dominion for example taking up residence on the same world would be the motivation to for for odium and mercy to start to begin their attack but i think as far as the actual method in which odium is using to splinter other shards i have a theory i want to throw at you guys real quick what if the secret lies in getting a vessel or a shard itself depending on how you want to delineate them to betray their own intent for example if odium maneuvered honor into a situation in which he had to betray an oath yeah Ooh. That, that 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 seems pretty likely, right? It's either violet, right? All shards are bound by a set of rules that we don't know, but that seems like a very cool answer to like how Odium's been doing because we we don't know. Yeah, or if you could, you know, maneuver devotion into hating something, who knows? Yeah. Rather than right, you just bring mercy around enough to corrupt. Yeah, <laughs> right. I don't know. That's that's my work in theory and how he's actually achieving the splintering. What story did took place on Threnody, and why can I not remember? Oh, sorry. Uh, Shadows, um, of Shadows, of Shadows, and which was, which is the world where ambition was killed, but not where her where her final death took place. Have I was this a novella or what is it? Yeah, yeah, it was in a short story collection. Yeah, I um, read it on the Unbound. Oh, okay. So I read it when I read Arcanum Unbound. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, it was originally released in a short story collection with other authors. Yeah, that's a creepy one. Shadows for Silence. That's the one where the old woman like runs the inn. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and her daughter yeah. William Ann. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And cool. Hoyt yeah. is the white fox. Yeah, that was cool. Oh yeah, he is. Stop it, Jack. Bad. <laughs> Water's bottle spray. Um, hey, if, if you can't be thirsty for Hoyt, Zach, who in the Cosmere can you be thirsty for? Uh, Yash Nicolin. Uh, Come on, let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. My, my answer was ready right there. <laughs> Where did, did we get, did be we get uh, magic That's all I really want in life. No, 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 no. No, no actually. But bro, can I be uh, Kelsier, who's also you... a Bondsmith? No, but do we. It seems that much like Lightweaver is a Cosmere full term as well as a Roshar term, it seems like Bondsmiths both exist outside of the Bondsmith order. Wow. So I was curious if you had any theories related Where to we what up here this. So, uh, so uh, we, we know that What's-His-Face, the Ishar was a, yeah, Ishar was a Bondsmith while they were on Ashen. Wait, who was? He was actually called a Bondsmith before the order was founded? Yeah. Yes. Who, who was, Jack? You cut out. Ishar. Ishar. 
we know that he had access to a Dawn Shard and was a Bondsmith. Yeah, the patron herald of the Order of Bondsmiths. Yeah. Yeah. Who is also so clearly a fucking lunatic badass. Yeah, yeah. he's batshit insane now, right? Yes. Eh, sanity's but, relative, but yes. Yes. But he, uh... So he, ah, you're connected to the Stormfather and you're destined to fight Odium? You that can't be right. You're working for Odium. Oh, Those are my ones. Well, he, he was doing that because because he was supposed to become his champion. He does. He thinks he's supposed to, but he's not. Well, Dalinar, you know, but I know he thinks that. And oh, never mind. It's, we're just going to go down a rabbit hole. Um, but were you saying that Ishar is a world hopper then? Well, oh, all, the every, all, yeah. all the heralds are world hoppers because they came, they're within the planet in the system, right? They're all from Ashen. Yeah, and they yeah. all return to Breeze, you know, again and again and again. So by definition, they are definitely world hoppers. They're world hoppers, but yeah. I forgot that they were all from Ashen and that Honor just said, hey, you 10 people who I'm friends with, come with me and we'll do something fun. Well, no, he over, he, Ashen was falling apart due to, however, they tapped Surge Binding as a cup, right? Surge. Surge binding as a concept exists outside of the Nihil Bond but and Honor system for it. The heralds refer to uh, Hoyd as Midius. Wasn't that his name on Yolen? Uh, well, they call him Sephandrius. Oh, the shards call him Sephandrius. They call him Sephandrius. His yep. name on Yolen was Topaz, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, good call. Yep. Yeah. And, right, his. his totally forgot. Yeah. His. Uh, we're pretty sure that the first gem or whatever it was that he carried was at one point the holder of a dawn shard. Here we go. Right? Here we go, Jack. I found it. Unlike other heralds, Ishar is sometimes described as having powers even before he became known as a herald, although whether this means he had them before becoming a herald is uncertain. His particular power set was seemingly tied to the Cosmere-wide phenomenon of connection. Of connection. Yeah. Ooh. I just learned so, something new on the Heroes so yeah, podcast. My, yeah. my, my operating theory has been that much like light weaving right, exists in multiple places, that all people that can manipulate capital C connection, right, in, across multiple magic systems, right? It's a magic bond, bond smithing must be a magic system that's de descended from Andalusian created investiture systems, and right, the Nihil Bond version is just uh, which is why he was the one who, incarnation of it. which is why he's the one who creates the Oath Pact. Well, yes, yes, yeah. Like, I can get on board with that. I can get on board with that. Next time we have you on, I hope you have some good theories for it. Because Alex, is, Alex and Zach, if not, uh, have not dived down that rabbit hole. <laughs> I I approve of your theory. I think that it's right. I like. I think Which? it was something before that, before the uh, nail bond was created. Well, wouldn't Which? that tell you that Kelsier could be a bondsmith then, because he cannot he connects people together. Boom. But it's about the manipulation of capital C, yes. it, especially spiritual connection in particular. Yeah, yeah, and then there, right, and clearly that the other part that, that tells me, given that surge binding on Ashen, right, that again the fundamental system of surges, much like how gaseous investiture is a thing, right, the surges, not just those ten, but perhaps right. We know that um, adhesion is the surge of honor. That perhaps there's the fundamental laws ones, and then a surge per shard. Yeah. All right. Um, I mean, if Kelsey could be a bondsmith, and anybody could be a bondsmith, technically, yeah. by your definition, right? Yeah. And then what confuses me with that is why they're confident that there is why there isn't an order of uh, odium surge, odium only surge binders, because that right there, there are specifically nine types of um, 
of the forms, forms. Yeah, because they say the, the 10 is a lie. So um, maybe Nin Elf, what, what's the name of the nameless guy? Titleless guy, the last one that we just sleepless? met who's got. Oh, no, L. no, no. Oh, L. You're talking about L. L. Yeah. L. L, who I'm agreeing with the internet's theory that he's definitely got. Uh, Champion vibes? No, uh, hemorrhagic spikes grafted to him. Whoa. Ooh. That's the theory for why everyone always says he strips off his carabus and binds himself with metal. Oh, my oh. God. That's dope. But, I like that. But does that, if, if he were to world hop to Scadrial, does that mean that Harmony could control him? Oh, presumably. Oh, that's a good point. But I don't think the fuse can leave the system. They, yeah, they're, they're, their souls are tied. tied. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it is. They're, they're like, like they're too like cognitive shadows. Yeah, yeah, they're cognitive shadows that are too in right until that's the problem that the heralds are currently some of the that one herald's currently trying to crack as is Thatakar, right? Yeah. That they're too yeah. Scadrillian. They're too Coit connected and too something. Coit has to have some something to to know that because he bond he bonded a spren. Yeah, right. He bonded a spren, but can still leave and. But Hoyt's so weird. But it was right, it, it was something about the way he bonded it, right? It was meant for somebody else, and then he picked it, it up. Alucard. Yeah, it was meant for Elicar, but we also don't know if maybe he's only sworn like the right said one. Right, if he's only said his second truth, does that leave him uninvested enough, in unconnected enough that he could still leave, but still? So he he has to be able to take the spring with him to keep the powers. There's there's a distance component between the spren yes. and the powers, and the spren can't leave as far as we know. So there has to be something. Maybe he uh, feeds, maybe he can feed it breaths or something. Well, we know between hemorrhagy, uh, ferrochemi, and the seal one, right? Um, I'm blanking my mind. Um, oh, uh, forgery. Soul stamping. For yeah. Yeah, forgery. We know all three of those, given enough power, can heavily fuck with identity and connection. And therefore, that could right. He could have somehow blanked his friend's connection to well, Rorschach. Well, Hoy, Hoyd tried to become an Elantrian, but he didn't, wasn't able to, right? Did he try to so. become an Elantrian? Yes, he did. Or was it just like a Sion that he tried to... He, he was in... So Hoyd was in Cell, and he was the one guy who was like pretending to be uh, sick in the city, and then he went up to the... Uh, like to the top and didn't get be didn't get to become an Elantrian even though he wanted to. Let's see. He here. spoke to the Skays. Yeah. 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 We have in fairness trying to figure out Hoyd's motivation. If if, if you can figure out Hoyd's motivation, I mean, congratulations. He's, probably he's, Brandon. He's Ash Catrum. He's just trying to collect them all. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> he's clearly after more. Why than do I that. hear the Pokemon theme song? Uh, <laughs> Fifteen years are all three of us gonna come back here and record another three-hour-long podcast in which we talk about the journey of Sazad over the course of the Cosmere as <laughs> Harmony slowly goes um, world to world, absorbing other shards until Sazad becomes God again. Oh, that'd be hard. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. I heard so many fans just now clench their buttholes. <laughs> because Sazad because has proven to be the only person so far to bring two shards together, so now he can just uh, start to absorb all the other shards as he comes across them. Yeah, but depending on the order in which he does that, there can oh, be yeah. catastrophic consequences. Yes. <laughs> I think Sazed is smart enough not to attempt such a thing. 
Why is oh, that? God, I hope so. <laughs> well, I mean, clearly, if it was anyone's plan to do that, uh, it is Dead King on Roshar, uh, Gavilar. <laughs> probably, probably be up there for people that had entertainment See, entertaining of becoming I, Andalusium. I really think that Gal uh, Galvanar really only wanted to go like up to a shard level, and he wasn't really thinking multi shard. Well, we know Ishar called himself Andalusium Reborn, but he is psychotic. Yeah, yeah he's a little crazy. So, do you think that on on um, uh, Hashish or whatever their name in their Come uh, world was a Asian, whatever. What? Ashen. 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 Oh, I, uh, <laughs> do you think they worshipped Odium? Uh, they were the Ashen was Odium's. They were of Odium. They, at they the definitely time. worshipped Odium. Yeah. What's the name? What's the name of the world that Hoyd and the rest of the vessels are originally from? Dragon Steel. Yolan. Sorry. Yolan. Okay. Do you think on Yolan? They worshipped Adonlassium. I can never say it. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's the like churches and the whole nine yards. Well, there were dragons and people and weird bug creature men. So I don't know if they built cathedrals. But... Thanks, everyone who listened to this. We hope you enjoyed our discussion of the Cosmere with Rob from Making Out Loud. A big thanks to Rob for coming on earlier to record this and thanks to him for letting us share this with y'all now if you like your hero's journey and want to support us we have a patreon um, and if you want to find us on social media and interact with us we try and ask a different question each week to get some audience feedback and involvement uh, you can find us on twitter at a underscore heroes underscore journey or on facebook at a hero's journey pod we hope you love the show and again you can join us next week for our regular episode where we will be discussing Eldest by Christopher Paolini. Yay! Oh, thank you. So I didn't mean to just derail this with, with so much Cosmere-wide discussion. I just, I love, this, this is, is my comfort zone. This is our favorite part of having guests on for Cosmere episodes. <laughs> it's secretly what we would love to do with our weekends.